What happens when a Catholic deacon matches wits with a Catholic radio show host? You get a marriage made in heaven. They may not always agree, but they're always faithful. It's the Akins with their view from the pew on Modern Day Radio. And welcome to this episode of View from the Pew. I am your host, Brenda Aiken, and joining me as always is the man who, even though he doesn't like to be hot, will work hard in the summertime, the good deacon, Scott Aiken. Well, I'm on travel right now with a bunch of kids on the East Coast at our National Conservation Training Center, and today was work day. We have one day within the week that's dedicated for all of the students to take part in a service activity. There's so much smoke in the air that a lot of the kids had to stop. Mm. It was just a bit too much for them. But the old man, I kept on going. (laughs) That is funny because you're not particularly a lover of heat. You'd be more than happy to probably live your life in Alaska, except that your wife will never do that. Uh, But you're not afraid of hard work and you're not afraid of... Well, kind of the intensity that comes with doing hard work in the summertime. It's a blessing, I suppose, that when you have a project to be done, well, that's what you're going to do. Well, lots of big projects happen and you're there in Washington, D.C. And you oftentimes with these projects or these weeks that you go to the training center, very intense, very focused time is spent on doing a certain project. Well, coming up, we have a very special show for you. There is a summer intensive Coming up through Encounter Ministries, Scott, this is something that you've been a part of now for a year. Tell our listeners a little bit about Encounter Ministries. Yeah, Encounter Ministries uh, really started in uh, 2015, thereabouts, and has just taken off exponentially. It started in Brighton, Michigan, and has expanded now to be in multiple countries. And the training that I'm going through uh, is virtual. And it's it's an international mix of of participants, laity, deacons, priests, and in my group we had four five people that uh, signed up for the virtual training that meets every week for nine months, and we became a virtual family. It was just so impressive, just powerful, powerful. The sense of trying to engage the baptismal gifts that we all have, and and I say trying because I think it's it's humble to say that because. We're just awed by the by the constant presence of the Holy Spirit when we uh, when we interact and activate the gifts uh, with with one another and with people that we invite for for prayer and healing on the virtual call, and we've seen healings happen on the virtual call. It's just phenomenal. I finished my first year, and now I'm going to be starting my second year. But that gives me enough background that I can go ahead and start teaching. And that's what we'll be doing at the summer intensive, giving a flavor of what folks can can experience and realize with the gifts that they have of the Holy Spirit through their baptism and confirmation. The director of the Portland campus of Encounter Ministries, Kevin Minetti, is our special guest today. We get into an incredible conversation, Scott. And in fact, Well, that conversation is going to carry us all the way through today's show. So we're going to take a break right now and coming back. Well, Kevin's going to be joining us and we're going to talk a little bit about the summer intensive. So stay with us. We've got a great show ahead for you on this week's View from the Pew. Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck, getting dirt and gritty. Spin down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk, harder than a match. Yeah. Something like it's a different world. 
The 18th century skeptic philosopher David Hume argued the wise man should never believe in miracles because the evidence for what occurs over and over, the regular, always outweighs evidence for what does not, the rare. But is Hume right? Well, no, and here are some reasons why. First, it's not true evidence for uniform experience always outweighs evidence for what is rare. For example, have you experienced any big bangs lately? My guess is no. Does that mean we should reject the Big Bang? Of course not. Second, Hume's principle nullifies science itself. How could scientists ever reasonably use new findings to update their understanding of the universe if it's unreasonable to accept what contradicts our uniform experience? The answer is, they couldn't. So are miracles in and of themselves off limits for the wise, as Hume puts it? Absolutely not. I'm Carlo Brusord with a ready reason for Catholic Answers. Catholic.com. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. Family life can be hectic, but God can be found right in the middle of it. So take a moment for this week's View from the Pew. Drawing from the richness of our Catholic heritage, Encounter Ministries wants to teach and equip you to be disciples and demonstrate the love of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. An exciting opportunity to experience this powerful love is coming to Ascension Catholic Church in Portland. Encounter School of Ministry Portland Campus is hosting a summer intensive, July 21st and 22nd. Joining the show today to share more is Kevin Minetti, Portland Campus Director for Encounter Ministries. Hello, Kevin. Great to have you back on the show. Excited to be here, Brenda. So for our listeners, remind them, you've been on the show with us before, remind them about Encounter Ministries and what is your goal and purpose for growing the kingdom of God right here in Portland? Yeah, I love it. Well, I like to always go back to how Jesus uh, started his ministry. He just announced the kingdom of God is at hand. And then he said something strange. He said, heal the sick, <laughs> uh, drive out demons, cleanse the lepers. So it's really anytime Jesus went and he taught, anytime he proclaimed the gospel and, and announced that the kingdom of God is worth everything, that it's present here today, he didn't just say it. But he showed it. He demonstrated it with with signs and wonders. And Encounter is really focusing on on learning, receiving that teaching, but then transforming that to to a demonstration, to letting that power be shown so that especially you could reach people who wouldn't have been open to that before. Um, I, I, I think that's a, that's maybe our vision here, especially in the unchurched part of the country is is there are so many that are not open to teaching of the gospel, but if they experience it in a demonstration, there's, there's, there's kind of that leverage. There's, there's that angle into it that um, maybe they wouldn't have received in any other way. And so we want to equip the church at large to expect that as normal Christianity. Kevin, through the power of the Holy spirit, we know that lost souls are found again and lukewarm souls are just set on fire everyone's journey is a little bit different and yet holy spirit is right there to meet us where we are for you how did that 
that maybe tepid water just really grow into a flame for this ministry and for the work that you're doing uh, in Encounter Ministry. Yeah, absolutely. So this this probably goes back a few a few years ago. Um, my wife and I we were at a, such a struggle point in our marriage, and and we I had been doing ministry for many years, and we got to this point. I dropped out of ministry. I just kind of focused on our family, and when I did that, the Lord responded. Um, we, we did everything in the natural. We, we, we tried just communicating. We tried fixing all the things at home and just listening, but it got to a point where there was nothing left we could do. And we felt the Lord respond. Um, we actually, we ended up on a healing the whole person conference, um, with, with the JP two healing center. And it was on that conference that I experienced some deep healing in my upbringing, my family relationships that just radically reshaped my beliefs and my wife she was actually she was gluten intolerant she she was physically healed when she was prayed with on that conference we came out of that and we're like you know we've done ministry for so long this changes the game mm. <laughs> and we're like yes. what what do we do with this okay if this is possible here and now and this isn't just the legends of the saints of old how do we partner with this and as we were pursuing that, uh, we we had friends who had heard about this thing called Encounter, and it was right off the the tail end of COVID, actually right in the middle of COVID, and there was nothing going on. For some reason, the Seattle campus was running a, a, a school of ministry. They were opening it, and and I saw, okay, that's like two and a half hours north every week for me to drive, and I was like, well, two and a half hours one way. So that's about five or more. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I don't know. That's ridiculous. But it just felt like this is so ridiculous. It might be God. I went there and I just saw everything in my faith life transform. It, it How encounter is set up is we start with identity. And when you know who you are before God and what he says you will be doing, like he says these things like uh, you will do the same works that I do and even greater ones like his his works were the floor, not the ceiling. <laughs> and when you hear those sort of things and you really just bathe in those truths of what he said about you, you start changing your mind like <laughs> like you, 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 you think, OK, if if this is what my faith teaches, this is what Jesus teaches how do I come into agreement with that? And as I start believing that, telling myself that, I start acting differently. So I go into a grocery store and, and I'm just like, okay, I'm here to pick up eggs, but Lord, do you want to do anything while you're here? And a lot of the time I hear him respond and, and it's, I get an image in my head and I'm like, okay, Lord, what does that, what does that image mean? <laughs> and somehow I end up talking with somebody, praying with somebody. Sometimes that leads to physical healing. Sometimes that leads to an encouragement. And I've just seen so much as possible. Anytime you have Holy Spirit inside of you, you walk into a space. He always wants to act. So Scott, inner healing, physical healing, prophetic messages and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Look, I don't think I would be alone if I said, this is the work of the Bible. That was those times because Jesus was there. But these modern times, we know a lot about science and medicine, that kind of thing, not so much happening today. So what do you say to them about that? Well, I, I say that we can't, as Catholics, uh, we can't cherry pick 
the gospel. Mm. The gospel is the gospel. And we we revere that by very our very uh, attendance at mass and standing up at the gospel because we recognize that the word is truth. And so when Christ says what what Kevin just just referenced and I think that's I'm I'm spot on with you Kevin. I think that's such a powerful uh, statement that Christ makes um that Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do these works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I'm going to the Father. Well, our whole focus is about going to the Father. That was, that was at that last supper. That's a very, the very last opportunity that Jesus had to commune in absolute sincerity with his disciples, and he says that truth. So if I can't believe that as a baptized Christian, as a baptized Catholic— then I'm not willing truly to believe all that Christ is presenting. So I think we sell Christ short when we take that and say, that's for that time, not for this time. And I, I've seen Kevin, you know, the, the, as you've invited me into this encounter ministries, uh, I've seen that just blossom in people and in myself. So it's undeniable. And I think, you know, like Philip, the apostle who questioned that, show me the father, show me something. I mean, the apostles, we are, the apostles, right? Of modern day, we have a responsibility to bring forth the gospel. Well, if that's not the gospel we're bringing forward, what gospel are we bringing forward? Kevin Minetti is joining the show today. He is the Portland campus director of a new Encounter School of Ministries that's set to open in the fall. They have a wonderful summer intensive coming up July 21st and 22nd. Kevin and and Scott, let's talk about this. For those who would be coming, and I had an opportunity to witness a little bit. I was though I wasn't fully immersed. I think the way that I'm going to be this time around. For those who are going to be coming to this intensive, it is that it's intensive. There's a lot that's going to happen in just two short days. Let's talk a little bit about what that weekend is going to entail. Sure. So the summer intensive, it's described as a sampling of the first year of the Encounter School. So we have four different quarters in the Encounter School. The first quarter is on identity and transformation, really renewing your mind. Um, St. Paul says in scripture, we are transformed by the renewal of our mind so that we can demonstrate the will of God. So first we need to start with our mind and, and what we really believe, because if we don't believe that miracles are possible, we won't align ourselves to let them be done through us. So that, that first quarter is on identity and transformation. The second is on hearing God's voice and the prophetic gifts of the Holy Spirit, that we are Jesus' sheep, that we hear his voice, and he's speaking to us all the time. The third is on power and healing, specifically physical healing, that Jesus commanded us to go heal the sick. And, and that's a normal part of Christianity. And the fourth quarter is on inner healing and freedom. A lot of, uh, a lot of the, the experiences and memories of our past sometimes lead to disordered beliefs or, or brokenness or hurts or wounds. And the Lord calls himself um, the one who heals the brokenhearted, that binds up their wounds. And so we, we really take people through that. We also have dynamic worship. So we're going to begin every session with worship because we believe coming before God, our father as his child and really having the freedom of childlike worship really disposes us to enter into the kingdom of God. Um, so that's going to be really, really packed. You know, normally the summer intensive is over, over four nights. Uh, we thought we would be, um, 
charitable, if you will, to, to not have everybody drive through Portland traffic for four different nights. So we're doing a Friday night, all day Saturday, really squeezing that in there. It's going to be a tight schedule, but I think it's going to be just a complete immersion in the power and the grace of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So Kevin, when you um, talk about what that will be like, and particularly the the entering into it, I think what's so powerful about Encounter Ministries is it, it really, I think, challenges our tendency to be reserved. And I think certainly when you're coming into a group of people new, you're going to have that tendency to be reserved. But when we're trusting in the Lord, and that's what we're really calling people to to do, I think, in this intensive, to maybe trust the Lord, maybe for the first time or maybe for the first time in a long time. Um, you know, talking about that aspect of, of standing up and praising, praising as King David did. You know, it was hard. It was hard for me, and I can see. You know, older adults have a, have some challenge with this because we've never really had that experience before. And I and I have been inspired by watching some of the younger adults that that really take take to that. And uh, I think there's a growth there. And so, what do you say to to uh, a person who's really going to be reserved about being in community, uh, like we're going to be doing at the Encounter Ministry Intensive? Yeah. You know, I, I think the Lord never, the Lord's a gentleman. He's never going to take you farther than you're willing to go, but he does challenge us. Um, so there's, there's many things that just speak to the nature of praise all throughout scripture. So, um, one being God mounts his throne to shouts of praise. When's the last time you shouted in praise? <laughs> I think a lot of times, like we have the Portland Timbers here, or we have so many sports games, we'll get up, we'll just shout our, our, our hearts out, our lungs out for the things that we're passionate about. Well, how much more for the one that we adore and give everything? So sometimes there's an appropriate context for that. Now, now a lot of times people hesitate with that um, because they're like, well, that's not the place in 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 church or the mass. And I would agree with you with the mass <laughs> um, in, in liturgy. There's a beautiful tradition of liturgy, but what we're doing is, is, is we're not entering into this liturgically. We're, we're entering in this in a different context. And this gives you the freedom to connect with God kind of all in, like he gave you all of these faculties to, to worship him and connect with him. And we're going to try and connect with as many as we can and to see where maybe we've never connected in certain places and see how God wants to connect with us because he's the one that formed us. He created our desires. Even those areas that maybe feel that, that challenge, that hesitation, he made those. So those are things he wants to dialogue with you, that he wants to walk with you. Like I say, he's a gentleman. He, he wants to communicate with you about what you're feeling when you come before him in praise. It's, it, it's, it's all open. We're, this is about a relationship. It's not a performance or a standard of, of how you need to act. Scott, through your ordination, you went through many reading and studying and essays and homiletics and everything like that. But now you entered into this school of ministry. You just finished. You've been doing this every week, I think, for the la almost the last school year to do this. So compared to what your diaconate education was and how Encounter Ministry adds to that. Tell our listeners more about what your experience was during this first year as clergy of the church. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, and I actually, I'm just finished my first year. So I have one more year to go in this, but I, I'll tell you what I have seen thus far, particularly from a, a vantage point as clergy is that as clergy, as you just alluded to, Kevin, you know, there is a place for liturgy 
and there's a right responsibility to respect and and hold the liturgy uh, in places like the mass and in, in certain celebrations that we carry out. Um, and yet the consequence of that for clergy sometimes is that clergy are are often tied to liturgy in such a way that they don't necessarily get to express or, or feel the freedom that God, God is calling them to. Christ calls them to something that is just what we read in, in the gospel, that you'll do this and more because I'm going to the Father. Well, I think we uh, tend to, as clergy, have some limitations on what we can and, and can't do in community in terms of praising and in terms of opening ourselves up to the Holy Spirit's movement at, at the moment. So what I've seen in the in the gatherings that I've gone to, and I've gone to uh, a couple of tremendous gatherings, the annual gathering back in uh, Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, and then the, the one that we did out at Brighton, priests and deacons are, you watch them coming in, in they're they're a little bit tentative, but by the end they are. There's a freedom and a renewed joy and a deeper love, and I'll tell you, I brought that back. I did a homily right after going to Brighton, Michigan, for a leadership training, and I was on fire. And I, I reflect on that um, moment of being reinvigorated for the Lord in a way that just took all that He has given me as gift and brought it forward in a new way and in a, in a greater way. So I really attached to that statement. We will do these things and more. And the more is when we let go. And as Kevin said, what's so pivotal in, in Encounter Ministries is leading us away from performing and being authentic, both as clergy and as laity. Authentic. What is my call through the vocation that I've been given through baptism and confirmation? Be authentic. That's some of what is going to be happening at the summer intensive. Again, it's coming up on July 21st and 22nd. It is at Ascension Catholic Church here in Portland. Kevin, so we've talked, this is this is a lot. And oftentimes with the Holy Spirit, it, it, Holy Spirit gives us a lot. But everybody, again, is going to be met where they are on their journey. So for this intensive, though, who is being called to attend? Who do you want to see at Ascension Catholic Church? Yeah, I would say anybody who feels a call for more. If you have heard about the tradition of the Catholic Church, if you've heard about the the miracles, the saints, you know, we don't have canonized saints without miracles. That's part of the essence and the the life of the church. If if that seems like something that should be happening today, one, I would agree with you. Two, I would say it's possible. And we're seeing so much of that with people who who are coming to encounter and just open to learning. We see also that we're transformed um, through through the power of testimony. You know, faith comes by hearing. <laughs> so when you hear someone stepping out in faith, when when you when you hear the person next to you, we're, we're actually, we're going to go through a, a healing model for one of the sessions and people are going to learn how to pray for somebody who's physically injured. When they hear that someone was just healed right next to them, that does something to you. <laughs> you, you, you see things happen right in that space and you know, you can't live the same. Similar to what I shared about my journey is I saw that happen with my wife. I, I couldn't, I couldn't live the same <laughs> with that. If that was possible, um, this changes everything. And so I think if if there's if there's a hunger on your heart that you want to see more happen um, around you 
like in your sphere of influence for me, especially I feel that for my family, I want to get equipped. And, and I'd say you show up as well. And this is a perfect introduction for those who maybe might be considering the encounter school in the fall. It's a weekly school. So if that's something on your heart, but you just want a taste of what that is, this event is perfect to introduce you to that. I love that. Be prepared to never be the same in every wonderful possible way that God wants to bless us. So I think what uh, would be great to hear more more on, Kevin, is the equipping. I think, you know, at Mass, we're given the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of our faith that that should draw us to be bold through the Holy Spirit for others, taking that gospel message out of Mass and proclaiming it and and praying with people come and ask for us to not be hesitant on acting on the moment. So I, what I think has been so powerful for me, so transformative for me is the equipping that Encounter Ministries really adds to what we receive spiritually through the, through the Eucharist that goes deeper with the tools that you're, you're going to be providing and that we'll be sharing with others to, to help them to do that. Can you speak a little more to that? Sure. So one of the exciting things to every class that's in Encounter is, is we teach, we equip, and we activate. So you will hear the truths about uh, what Jesus says we have available to us. You'll hear that from the gospel. You're, you'll hear that from all over in the Bible. You'll also hear that from our catechism and the teaching of, of the church and the saints. Um, but then we will give you models of how to apply that to your life. And not only that, <laughs> we'll, we'll take that one step further of in the class itself, we always have an activation. So the, the easy example I could say is, is when we're talking about physical healing, we teach a model of how to pray for physical healing. And then we ask, okay, who in this area is in need of physical healing? Then we gather people together. We're going to try out the tools, the equipping that you just learned, and we're going to test it out. And, and we're not going to say we're going to pray and then, okay, that was a nice prayer and then move on. No, we're going to, we're going to test that and see, okay, how are you doing? Check it in out of a scale of one to 10, how much better are you or are you worse? <laughs> like, I mean, let's, let's be honest. And, and, and through that of actually doing the activation and, and tracking that you're able to gain that confidence of, I could do this outside of the walls of the church. I'm practicing this here. I'm being equipped here so that anybody that I meet, whether that's a stranger, whether that's my family or whether that's, um, you know, even, even my spouse, um, that I'm able to, to walk out the gospel anywhere I go. That is some of what is going to be happening at this amazing summer intensive. You're also going to just get a little bit of information and what the full Encounter School of Ministries has to offer for those who choose to enroll for the fall. Kevin, I appreciate your time today. It's been a wonderful show. Please come back. Love to have you on again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And again, that is Kevin Minetti, the Portland Campus Director of Encounter Ministry. Now, I'm going to add information where you can find out the information about the summer intensive and also about the Portland School that is opening. You can find those links on the podcast of this interview materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. And Scott, before we end today, will you end us in prayer? Lord Jesus, with the gratitude, we, we give all that you promise uh, back to you in trust and in faith. 
help us to move in our lives closer to activating and managing what you've given us in a way that is taking care of the talents, the treasures that you give us in a way that brings forth the gospel more openly and more profoundly to the world. We ask this in your holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. And Kevin, we really appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. And that is going to wrap it up for us on View from the Pew. Please tune in next week as we share with you more stories about our faith, our family, and our View from the Pew. God bless and have a great week. You've been listening to View from the Pew, a weekly look at faith and family life from a Catholic perspective with Deacon Scott and Brenda Aiken. For more information on the Aikens and to listen to an archive of their previous shows, visit them online at moderndayradio.com slash pew. View from the Pew is produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio in Portland, Oregon.